Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 30. It is, right? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I'm sure it's 30, but your face was weird. That's why I wanted to give you a concerned look because you were so confident. Yes, it is episode 30. 30. That's really fun. Yeah, we're going to, I was going to, in my head, I was like, oh, we're so close to one year anniversary, but we're really not. No. Like a few months away. Yeah. So it was started the that, summer. Yeah, it was like and August, July. I think it was the end of, yeah, it's in there. We'll know when we say 52. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Case, how you doing? I knew you were going to ask me this. Um, Like, I'm okay. Okay? I'm just okay. I'm surviving. I'm not thriving right now. That is one of my favorite sayings. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's not perfect. There's some, there's some ups and downs, I think. The world that we're in right now is Mm -hmm. definitely taking a toll. Mm -hmm. So this would normally be my March break um, from school. And I feel like mentally when you work in a school and only people that work in schools understand this, I feel like you get you when you start the new year, this is what you look. This is what your goal in, you know, this is your like end zone touchdown area. That's what you're focused on. So it's been pushed back a month. And I know for other people, it's like, you know, that have kids in school, they're probably like, oh, thank God. But for people that have been working in schools, like we're exhausted. Like you look at everybody and everyone's pretty, you know, we're being stretched pretty thin. But, you know, um, that's yeah. A, that's a Stephen Lynchy problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, this is really fun. This actually made me happy today, knowing that we are going to hang out and do some fun talks. Do you think we don't hang out? I feel like it's weird the week in between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like because that's always our, on Friday, we're all getting together to watch this, which I, I love that we have that. Yes. That this week in between has felt really long. It has felt so long. Like it has felt, and I don't know, our weekend was really busy. It really took a toll on me because I'm not used to being that busy. Like we had quite a few little events. Like they were just our household. We didn't do anything wrong, but it's, um, you know, we had birthdays and we were, you know, uh, you know, I had just had a new niece born. Like it was just, you know, so there, a lot happened on the weekend and I was exhausted. I was like, man, I used to have weekends like this all the time and I'd be totally fine. And now I'm like, Ooh, I need a week off. You need <laughs> like, a, you need a weekend off from right. To, it, it was yeah. a, it was a lot to do, but yeah, that's just not what we're, we're just used not to used now. To, yeah, yeah. So I hope we. Anyways, we're good. It's good. How are you, Jack? Uh, I'm good. School is definitely I'm excited. It's on fire right now. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. lot of moving pieces and yeah, more like final assignments, which is good, but it's definitely definitely a lot right now. And like you said, having this and doing homework for a night and then saying all right i'm gonna sit down mm-hmm. and watch a movie mm-hmm. or watch whatever like my girlfriend and i we've been watching the marvel movies it's been good to have a kind of escapism yeah yeah no it's good we have a great stack show too it's a fun show tonight. we do I-, I liked your big title that you wrote oscar fun oscar fun this is oscar fun we got the 2021 oscar nominations we're gonna do the 2014 re-oscarables mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to pick a new movie for Top 100 Movie Challenge next week. But first, let's start with our movie challenge for this week, American Beauty. Yes. 1999, Sam Mendes stars Kevin Spacey as uh, Lester Burnham. Mm-hmm. He's an advertising executive going through a midlife crisis. 
he's kind of the main character and there's a lot of I don't even want to say I would say he's the main character like I'd say it's about him yeah there's a lot of other moving parts in this movie but I would say it's about him and it's a lot of people in some kind of crisis his is a midlife crisis I feel like a lot of other people in this movie are in a, a lot more of identity crisis that's a good way to put it I was thinking about it today when I was walking the dog and I was thinking um like Kevin Spacey and so he's married to Annette Benning. I can't remember her real name or, or her name in the movie but Carol was it uh Jane oh no Jer- Jane's a daughter I wrote that it down doesn't right. matter it doesn't matter so he's married to Annette Benning, and I was thinking you know when you get to a certain age it's like you you really just you have to be very conscious of not just going to work paying your bills thinking about money going to bed rinse repeat and that that movie is showing you that's exactly what's happened and then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like where's the last 10 years what have I done you know that kind of thing so I think he does a good job of showing us like you know just kind of plugging along in life but you're not really living Mm -hmm. yeah so uh Carolyn that's the wife Carolyn see I was I said Carol it's not bad Mm -hmm. a few letters off (laughs) yeah um my film nerd quarter is very nerdy just okay. because I love how uh, the opening scene and the closing scene mm-hmm. completely mirror each other. Right. Obviously, it's Kevin Spacey doing the voiceover monologue, mm-hmm. but the when it's coming into the movie, it's zooming into the neighborhood, and as the movie's ending, it's zooming out of the neighborhood. Nice. I really, I don't know why, just it yeah. tied a really nice bow on it. Right, right. That is an interesting... I didn't pick up on that. So it's cool that you saw that. I broke the movie down more in themes. So I had, um, you know, what I just said, kind of the happiness of like living day to day, like just you're surviving, right? Um, I also had materialism. Like I feel like the wife is very materialistic and they're very disconnected as a couple. And then he tries to like kiss her and stuff and they're sitting on the couch and he has a beer in his hand and she is so worried about the couch getting ruined. And she's not in that moment of like, you guys are so disconnected and he's trying right now. Like he's trying to love you and all you're worried about is your couch. So it's just, it's just a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I found that interesting. I did put love, but then I didn't really put anything after it because I feel like it's just so hard to break like the couples are there's so many interesting couples and dynamics in this movie you know the neighbors um the gay couple the neighbors is Chris Cooper like right like Allison Janney and oh yeah yeah like yeah. uh Barbara and Frank yeah as they give their actor and then Jim and Jim Oh, yeah. Jim and Jim. And uh, then you have their daughter, Jane, with the neighbor's son. And you have their them. Like, there's a lot of... They're all different. Um, family. You have so many different families. Again, it's kind of like, you know, you have the gay couple. And you have, you know, the couple next door where he's, he's the man of the house. And he's like a lieutenant. And she's this meek little, you know, woman. Played by Allison Janney, which I had totally forgot. What a nice surprise. I was like, that's so good. Um, And then identity. I felt like they were all struggling with some kind of identity crisis. Um, But I think the biggest one for me, um, 
I guess it would be identity. I guess it would be under identity, but like Mina Servino's Sav- character, Jane's. Which it took me, uh, yeah, Jane's friend, Angela. It took me so long to realize who she was because I was watching, it's usually before a movie, I'll like Google and like look at the cast. But for this one, I just forgot to. So as I was watching, I'm like, this girl looks so familiar. Yeah. What do I know her from? What do I know her? And after like halfway through the movie, I gave up and looked it up and that she was from American, American Pie, Pie, where I would know her from. Yeah. And I found, like, out of the characters, I found her the most, like, there's something about her character that was so fascinating to me because she has this persona she puts off the entire movie. This, like, I'm confident, I'm sexual, I'm, you know, like, all of this, like, whatever. And she isn't any of those things. And it all comes to a head, right? And it's, I found that very fascinating because it was just like, wow, she's really putting up a front and she's calling out her friend on things that you know she probably feels and so anyway she was probably I wouldn't say she's my favorite character but I found her the most fascinating character in the movie mm-hmm. yeah um I wanted to go through just a few of the scenes you brought up the when they're kissing on the couch mm-hmm. the I rule right which is after Kevin Spacey's gone through his tailspin and he's just yes. driving a like uh remote, remote, oh, yeah, remote yeah. control car and he's in his robe and he could just they do Kevin Spacey is for everything. It was, I know. It's a little harder to watch this movie because... It is, and I tried to really separate. Not that I want to say what he did was... I'm not saying anything he did was okay, but I tried to just be like, he's he's an actor, and he's portraying this character, and just watch it for that, right? Because what a shame he turned out to be the way he was, because he is a really good actor. He's very, He's very good at his job. Well, he was. Mm-hmm. So, not anymore. No. Um, <laughs> that was a great... The blackmail, which led to him being fired, mm-hmm. of he's going to be let go by his company, and then he just flips this blackmail story out of nothing. Yeah. And just even even his boss just goes, wow, like, you, you're messed up. Yeah. And he gets a $60,000 severance package. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. The... Yeah drive through scene which i feel like we can say the yeah i think that's fine because i mean even i went back and watched the trailer and like it's in the trailer yeah i think that's fine so after kevin spacey loses his job he starts working at a fast food place and like he wants to though that's yeah. where he wants to work because he's just like i just want whatever like i just want an easy i'm not taking it home with me whatever right mm-hmm. it's very it's just the simple life yeah and that's how he catches his wife having an affair because she's over the microphone and she's giggling and she's like, what do you want? What do you want with her, with her man played by Peter Gallagher? But it's so funny. And then it's just, it's such a good, because as I was watching it, my girlfriend was there doing homework. And this is where I know when I watch movies in front of her, not that, not that they're good movies, but just scenes that catch her because he's just standing there with the two bags and he's just waiting for them to be done. And they're little like, cause he's Make, like kind of making out with her. And- yeah. And she's just like, how is he not responding at yeah, all? Yeah. And I'm like, that's just how good the character is. And they did such a good job of, in most movies like that, they'd freak out and like, oh my God, I can't believe Throw you do this. Food. Yeah. yeah. But he was just like waiting and he's just, he, you could see in that moment he's building up to, I'm, I'm so excited for them to see that I catch them. Yes. And even this, the operation manager or whatever there was just like, you're so, so busted. busted. <laughs> right. And even, yeah. even in that case, th- this is why even an F betting is probably my favorite actor from this movie. Right. Because even in a moment when she's wrong and caught, caught, 
and she still tries to weasel no, no, out of yeah, it. Yeah, we're just we're coming we're back, back from, from a conference, from, right? And he's, and he's just like, "Here's your yeah, food," and he just food. gets yeah. to own that moment. Yeah, for sure. And still co- tries to control him, and he goes, "No, I don't have to listen to you ever again." No, that's it. Uh, obviously, the roses being yeah. a part of this movie yes. everywhere, and I, even as I was watching, I'm like, "Wow, it just feels like every scene there's a rose somewhere." Mm-hmm. Yep. And the I I didn't realize the like dancing in the gym like at the cheerleader scene. Right. It's been repeated so many times in like other TV shows and movies that I've seen. That you didn't realize that's what it was from. Yeah, that that yeah. would be the origin of right, it. Right, right. Of her yeah. opening up her shirt and a bunch of roses coming out. Yeah, yeah. Overall, this is such a weird movie. Oh, I know. I loved it though. It is. It's really good, but just. Yeah weird like i I was in the the right headspace to watch it yeah just the the levels of the of the characters and it's so character driven and there's so many flawed like just people and yeah just the themes of it all and the layers of it so fascinating and just how they build it up too because it's not really too subtle about trying to set up what the ending is right right of what it could be who Mm -hmm. it could be kind of deal yep and for a second, right after the big event happened, mm-hmm. I kind of thought they were just going to leave it ambiguous. And I mm. I kind of liked that. Revealing it did kind of make sense to build yeah. forward another character. Yeah, I think you had to kind of say who did it. But yeah, because uh, that's in itself quite fascinating, right? Yeah, of how so. you build that character to that moment. Yeah. And basically out of embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? Because I've ranked... No, and I'm so excited to hear this ranking. So I ranked the characters, not their actors, the actual characters from best to worst, I guess. Okay. Of like how... It's just fascinating because I want to know what you think is worse. Like, yeah. Okay. Just you go and then I'll tell you what I... I think one's pretty easy. Okay. Like Like this is the worst? Oh, the best best. character. Okay. Jane. Okay. Pretty innocent. Yeah, yeah. Does the... The, it made me laugh so much that she was a cheerleader, no matter how like she's kind of that angry, dark girl, goth, yeah, gothy, type. yeah. This is honestly one to me was the only easy one. Two, I did seven of the characters. Okay, two through seven, I think are pretty in- interchangeable. I put Angela too. Okay, so Minar, Minari, uh, Mina, Serena. Mina. Uh, I've mixed up the letters. That's okay. Again, a pretty complicated character. Mm-hmm. Definitely not right flirting with your friend's dad. No, but she liked that, right? There was something about it that she liked being liked and it was yeah. getting that sort of attention. So I've, so I found clearly her. Clearly, there was something c- completely lacking if you have to get it from your friend's dad. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of attention That's that. Really messed up. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I found her pretty harmless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one where I think it's controversial when you watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I put Ricky three. Okay. So, sure, he sells drugs. Yeah. But, but, like, other than that, he's recording a plastic bag, and that's his masterpiece as a filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah, I like his... Um, He was funny to watch because, like, he just knew how to get around everything. Like, with his dad was so strict, and... He just, he knew, and I felt like he had such a sad little life, and he really only stayed because of his mom, right? Like, he really only is staying in that house because he loves his mom. Mm-hmm. But he has no respect for his dad. Like, nope. and, and 
deservedly so. Like, his dad doesn't deserve it. No, but I also love that at the point, I think he's driving him to school or something, and he's sitting there doing, like, drug dealer math. Right. And, like, the dad. And I love this kind of, like, trope in movies where we're, like, oblivious parent. Obviously, you can't be, like, driving, like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, is that drugs? Like, they're not going to notice like that, but you think he would connect the dots somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I... Ricky three just be honestly be a little controversial too because yeah. especially now watching it now it just doesn't seem like he's as yeah no 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 four I put Buddy who Buddy. is the like who Carolyn's having the affair with oh okay just because he's also a married man yeah he's kind of a douche he's also not in it that no, much no. So I put him. I put Ricky ahead of him just because. Uh, do I care more about a drug dealer or someone having an affair? Right. Uh, five. I put Lester. Okay. So Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Again, this is where we're building up towards. And this to me, where it starts the really, how can you cheer for them characters? At yeah. least for him, he's funny. He's funny, and he his breakdown's kind of funny. Like it's kind of you know, like not funny and like haha, but like just for someone to realize like oh my god i'm not living my life and just to completely go off the rails it's fun to watch yeah entertaining yeah as a movie i wouldn't want that to happen to anyone i know but yeah yeah for this situation it's funny yeah uh six and seven was really close i was gonna say i can't wait to hear this six as much as i didn't like her which Mm -hmm. impressed me as an actress was uh carolyn so Nat benning not too much likable. No. Like, nothing she really does is ever redeeming. Yeah. So the whole time, I'm I'm just thinking, why? Like, I just really didn't like her. No, I agree. But she's still not the worst. No. Because Seven is Frank, so yeah. Ricky's dad. Yeah. Even not likable, but even takes it to another level. Yeah. Of he's just controlling this family and it's because of his own insecurities. It is. Yeah. Because he's not comfortable with his own identity of what he's feeling. So then he puts all this like negative energy on everyone else and he's so control. I'm going to control this. I can't control what I feel in my brain. So I'm going to control everything else. Right. Mm -hmm. Like his poor wife and his son. His son wasn't even bad and he sent him off to like boarding school or whatever yeah, it was like, like a military school something yeah. like that uh so yeah that was my that was my nice. seven okay so that's what i was curious about like when you say worst is like worst character as in like as a person yeah if this was i, I was thinking of is this a if this was a real life person how would i feel about yeah that? see i think i would have put lester a little lower i don't feel like he was a bad character i mean he did want to sleep with his his daughter's friends so maybe yeah but i'm thinking i would put ricky not ricky uh the buddy buddy a little higher than like you would switch buddy and lester i think so yeah that could that makes otherwise, sense like it's not otherwise bad. i would probably i agree with you just that's the only two i would probably switch out just because like he wants to sleep with her but does he do you know what i mean like when the time comes like yeah, you'd have to watch it to see, but can it's... can he make that decision, which would be pretty detrimental to your life? Yeah, and the other guy's like affairs. He's kind of that entitled whatever. Whereas I feel like the other one's just trying to figure it out. I also didn't write it down, but I love um, when Lester is working out naked and Ricky records him. Right, yeah. it is such a weird scene. It also didn't make sense of when the dad finds that tape and yes. of course it's not even the part of it's the one tape that's sitting there 
it's that it doesn't start at the beginning because right. at the beginning ricky's saying like ah oh, look at this this is so weird yeah but he doesn't see that he just sees him recording a guy working out naked yeah 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 fascinating Mm-hmm. And, and it, I feel like it still holds up. It's just too bad it's Kevin Spacey, but I still feel like it held up pretty well. Like I hadn't seen it in a long time, but and, and I wouldn't have probably watched it again. Um, I mean, had you asked me, you know, twenty years ago, I would have said it was one of my favorite movies. Like at that time, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely would have been in my top ten, but it's been bumped. And for and it's just and it's too bad that it's not because of the movie. I know. I know it's too bad. That's it oh well. the world we live in. We can yes. still, we can hold it in whatever regard we want. I just, I also don't. As much as I liked it, I don't. I don't think, anyways, it would be in my top ten. Yeah, yeah. No, not anymore. All right. Well, which Austin should we do? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, I don't think it's going to take long. Because, it, like I was saying to you, there's nothing that's like that shocking. Like it's anything that was like Critics Choice or Golden Globe, it's all there, right? Like even the leading actress uh, role, it's the, almost the, it is the exact same list as you know. You have the Viola Davis, Andre Day, Andre Day, Andre Day. Yeah, sorry, uh, Vanessa Kirby. Francis McDormand and Carrie Mulligan. Like those are all the same people that have all been nominated um, for the actor. I think the only one that's different is the guy from Minari, Stephen Yuen. Yoon. Yoon. Otherwise, again, same people. It's like, you know, Chadwick got nominated post hominus. Hominus. Wow. I'm really having some trouble. Guys, I had a glass of wine. I'm back on the wine. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Fun me is back. Um, you, you weren't not fun. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was really happy to see Sasha Baron Cohen got nominated for the trial of the Chicago seven in a supporting role. So I was really happy to see that because I really, I thought he was so good. I would not see the Borat movie, but I really liked him in this movie. Is that, is that a part of you that's happy? It didn't not happy. It didn't get nominated, but the girl did though. That yeah. Maria for girl, uh, yeah. supporting. Yeah. Yeah, you have Glenn Close, you have Olivia. Like, it's all the same kind of people. Um, So in directing, so the, uh, David Fincher for Mank, uh, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, uh, Chloe Zhao, it's Zhao, right? Yeah. Zhao uh, for Nomadland and Emerald Fennel for um, Promising Young Woman. So those have all been nominated. That's not a surprise. But there's Thomas uh, Vinterberg. And it's called Another Round. So I'm definitely curious to see what that's about. Um, there, so, there is an om- omission there, at least in my eyes. Which is? Regina King for yeah. One Night in Miami. Yeah. I think it's hard, though, to have such iconic people. Can you imagine people. if it was all women in there? What? That wasn't my point. No, I wasn't saying that was your point. But I'm like, can you imagine? Because you already have two in there. Man. So if you put Regina King in there, that's, yeah. So and, I'm really curious to see what this another round is and you can honestly it's something you can see in a few years time where it would be kind of one of those the stars would have to align where you have someone like a chloe zhao uh greta gerwig regina mm-hmm. king like right if you could line oh, up Catherine something bigelow yeah like you could find this year where it wouldn't shock anyone to see all the nominees be women yeah that'd be really fun that'd be that would be really exciting for me i'd really enjoy that only if it's deserved, though. I don't want it to be because they're women. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get to that point where we're just like, oh, my God, we got to get a woman there in there. I think it should always be a deserve. You deserve to be in there. So and it's taken the Academy a little bit longer to recognize yes. the great work that they've done. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so adapted screenplay. Yeah, the White Tiger was the only one that was kind of like in there that wasn't in the other stuff. Um, uh, Soul. We love our soul. We love that movie. It seems like one of these years where there isn't too much competition in terms of... I've heard Onward's good. That's nominated, but I think Soul will... I think I just, think it'll take it. Especially because of animated movie like that, where if you just... You're looking at the poster. I feel like that's such a weird thing to say to look at the poster, because mm-hmm. it's just all digital now. Yeah. It's a movie that just... You don't know how deep it is mm-hmm. until... And it's takes a little bit into the movie to show how deep they're really gonna go yes and it just keeps going and going and digging into psyches and it is such a and it's even talking about it just makes me think of the like existential crisis i had after watching that yeah. movie remember it ended we all just kind of sat there for a minute like usually we'll be like oh that was good or that was that and nobody talked nobody even moved we were all just like what is our purpose in life? Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it did really make you think that. Yeah, it did. It was so well done. I'd love to actually watch some documentaries this year because there's uh, The Octopus Teacher, which I've really wanted to see, and uh, it's on Netflix. So I, I wouldn't mind if I'm caught up. I've, I just have about four movies I have to watch to really feel good about this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe I might throw in some docs. I do love my documentaries. So, and I was really happy to see Mulan got costume design. So we'll see. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't anything too surprising. So I feel like especially in this year and having this podcast, keeping up with them, Mm -hmm. it, even when I looked at the list, it was honestly just more interesting that it was uh, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Isn't that who announced it? Yeah. I watched it live. Wasn't that, isn't that always really early here? No, it's early in the in California. Oh, so it's like a little early. Yeah, it's like eight I think it was like eight thirty here. It's oh. like eight fifteen. Okay, so like Oh, sorry, that's sorry, that's your early I'm at work at that time. Uh, so I just had my computer on and was listening to it while wow. I worked. Oh, while you worked. Shut up, Jack. <laughs> um by this time next week we'll have another topic to add into this, which if you're listening today. <laughs> One sleep away. One sleep away, guys. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Unless you want to wake up because it comes out 3 a.m. Eastern time. I know. So listen. So my husband works. Your dad works. And he said that I have to wait for him to get home. And I was like, that's incredibly rude. Yeah, you're going to have to go through pretty much your whole day just waiting. Just waiting for my boyfriend to be on stage or on my screen. Yeah. It could be technically you call it a stage. Yeah. I love him. He's my favorite. He is my favorite Marvel character. And it's not just because he's cute. I mean, that just helps. But yeah, I'm excited to see a whole show dedicated to him. And Sam. And Sam. No, no. Yeah. Like the two of them. I love them both. And there's such a, this is their time to become such a good like comedic duo. Like even the trailers we're seeing when they're talking about if Doctor Strange is a sorcerer or a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. And the ads, they have a really funny, the one thing I wanted to bring up to you is they added um or they answered a question to an easter egg from avengers endgame okay uh so there's a uh, xbox ad for falcon and the winter soldier and it was uh anthony mackie and this is a very i don't want to say deep cut but when in oh, no, i can't remember which uh, Fa- or, uh not falcon just captain america the winter soldier mm-hmm. and natasha and steve are on the run and they go to apple to try to uh yeah. figure out it ends up being zola's and the guy that helps them, Aaron. Yes. He is Noob Master 69. 
So the one that's playing Fortnite against Corgan calls him a dickhead. What? And then Thor has to be like, I'm going to fly to your house and rip off your arms or whatever. <gasps> what? So they threw that into an Xbox ad where he just goes, oh, yeah, my uh, gamer tags new master 69. My nephew or cousin made it for me. That's crazy. It, it was funny. I was expecting that to be a bit more of a reveal than just right. on a commercial, but I thought it was really funny. So funny. But only people in the Marvel universe would really pick that, like really hardcore. Because I don't even know if I would have picked that up. What? Like in that commercial? Yeah. I don't think I would have. Like It was just because it's such a... Just the name, right? It's so yes. ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it's Korg. And you know how much I love Korg. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, call me a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm just excited for something new on Friday nights. Like I loved One Division, so it was just a, like, like you said, it was a fun. Especially thing. that we had f- from the Mandalorian. We went Mandalorian right into One Division, and yeah. that this week in between has definitely been. And we were felt talking a lot longer. We were just talking before we started about you know Black Widow comes out May seventh. Uh, sometime that? early early may i think it's may 7th um and if our movie theaters are still not open because of this awful stupid thing that we're going through i like that just call it a thing it's a thing um then we decided we're gonna have a whole like event here <laughs> we're gonna make i was like let's get a red carpet let's get popcorn delivered i don't know we're just gonna make a thing because i really want to see black widow on the big screen but I also really want to see it. So if it's not available on the big screen, then we're going to do it here. And we're going to have our phones in a bucket. Nobody can be on their phones. We're going to make it like a real movie theater experience. Don't be a Tommy texter. <laughs> right. What's the other one? Oh, my God. We should make those videos and put them on. That would be so funny. I could, I could do that. It would be May by then. So I'll be yeah. done school. So I'll have it one It would just be fun. We could, we could film ourselves and then put it on. That Don't be a... Uh, what's the talk? Isn't it like Sally Soundbox? Sally... I don't know. Who's the kicking the seat? There's a few. Cineplex is really funny with that. Yeah, they are funny. Anyways, so some Marvel. I'm going to be really excited, though. I'm excited for Friday, especially when I watch it at 3 o'clock and then I rewatch it at 7 with Dad. Well, 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) Maybe I'll watch it before I go to work and then no one will know. I'll know. (gasps) Yeah, because you're usually just going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I really I can't argue with that. I'm um, not here that night. No, you're not. Perfect. Uh, so let's get into the re-Oscar Bulls. We're going in a time machine to 2014. Yeah. It's Host, good year. Hosted by Ellen Ditchen. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, don't, I guess that's not a bad thing. She apologized in Toxic Workplace. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so this is this is a stacked year, and I also think it's a year that because we're now seven years removed from it. Mm-hmm. That there's a not that a, a lot that I would change, but there's still debates oh, between fine. awards. I Love would it. say great. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, where where would where do you want to start? Um, let's do best actor. Okay. Do you think, or do you think we should start with the movie first? So we're kind of going through the movies. Uh, I think we'll go go through the movie. Okay. Me- uh, so best actor Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club, Christian Bale American Hustle. Bruce Stern for Nebraska, mm-hmm. um, Leonardo DiCaprio for Wolf of Wall Street, and Chutel Ejiofor for uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is the winner. Yes, and f- 
for me, I probably wouldn't change this only because I feel like he really committed to the role. And I feel like it was the first time we saw him in a very serious role. Like he took almost two years off. I just read his book earlier this year and he took almost two years off because he didn't want to do the rom-coms anymore. He wanted to do something serious and I think it paid off for him. But that's just my opinion. Um, The only one I haven't seen of that is Nebraska. Which is nominated for quite a bit. I know. I really uh, should have seen it. Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm going to go watch it this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Then you can come back and see if you change anything. I know. I would probably pick Chiwetel. Yeah, I figured. This is this is the interesting thing about while I was trying to pick and repick. Yeah. Is there was so much about Twelve Years a Slave that I loved. Mm-hmm. Not to spoil it, but I think. The amount I have almost the same amount of awards that they've won, but different awards. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I would pick Tuatel for just best actor. Yeah. The weird thing about this one, and I didn't want to bring it up this early, Leo being I know a lot of people would probably argue for Leo, and I love Wolf of Wall Street. It is my favorite movie from this year, like favorite, not best, in my opinion. Right. I I think it's a question of this is even his best movie from this year. Yeah. He was in a lot of movies that year. He was really, right? Like he was, um, yeah. Like I don't know if I would have put him in that. I think he did a great job and I think he's a great actor. But I think when you look at this category, I think he is the missing. I think he's the, the one that shouldn't be in there. But I think it's also at that point. It was so much of a legacy thing of how doesn't he have yes, one? Yes, yes, it's very true. It's a lot, and it's a lot of this is based on narratives. Yes, yeah. Uh, should we do best actress? Yeah. So Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine, Amy Adams for uh, American Hustle, yep. Sandra Bullock, Gravity, Judy Dench, Nebraska, right? No, Philomena. Philomena, and then Meryl Streep for I don't remember how to pronounce August it. August Osage County. Uh, would you change this one? I would. Um, look, I, Kate Blanchett, great. Blue Jasmine, it's a Woody Allen movie. I don't know. Like, it's a hard one now. I, she's really good in it, though. Like, it is a good... She's really good in the movie. I would say that. Is the movie great? It's okay. She's just really good. Because she's, like, this rich, like, woman who kind of loses everything and has to go and live with her sister who lives in this, like, apartment. And she's just a very snobby kind of you know, forgotten kind of her roots and stuff. Um, I think for me, I would go with Meryl Streep and it's not because it's Meryl Streep and it's like, she deserves every award, but in this movie, have you seen this movie? Mm -hmm. Like when you see the scenes of the family and the, the range of her, it's just, uh, yeah, I just think she did a really good job. But then I think, I think the opposite happens to her of what happens to Leonardo. So I feel like she gets nominated a lot that people are like, oh, she doesn't deserve it. But she hasn't actually won that many. She's just been nominated for a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes it's like, oh, well, she can't, we can't give it to her because she always wins, right? So I think it's like the opposite happens with her. But when I look at this this group, I would pick her and I, Sandra Bullock would be a close second for me. That would be, that would be my pick yeah. just because of how she carries that movie like the movie is like there's nobody else barely in it and she is so good and captivating and i don't know how <clears throat> you can be up in space by yourself and captivate an entire movie it's so well done that movie mm-hmm. 
Like so well done. Yeah, she's really good. So she would be my close second, but I would give it to Meryl Streep. Uh, should we go to supporting? Yeah. Let's do supporting actress first. Okay. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o for 12 Years a Slave. Sally Hawkins for which one was she? Uh, she was Blue Jasmine. Blue. So she played the sister. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence for American Hustle. Julia Roberts. She was August. Osage County. Yep. And June Squibb. Yeah. For Nebraska. This is one of the ones I, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change it at all. Like I didn't even hesitate for that one. I think she did an excellent job. I think she's phenomenal. And yeah, I think she deserved it. I think Jennifer Lawrence falls into the category of she gets a lot of... No, I don't even want to say gets like a lot, like too many nominations. I feel like, especially American Hustle as a movie, I think for who was in it and what it was, I I just think it was disappointing. Not bad, just not to the level I thought it could have yeah, been. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think like... For me, she just had she had a couple of good scenes. I don't know if it was worth like, and I love Jennifer Lawrence, and I, I love all of her movies, but I don't know if it was like Oscar worthy performance, like mm-hmm. on the phone, and that's the scene they they show for her Oscars and stuff, and she's angry and she's whatever, and she's like I've seen that character from her before, so for me, I wasn't like overly like There's wow, you b- know, better characters we've seen from her, yeah, especially yeah. in a supporting role, you. Could, can't do as much with it yeah it, al- yeah it almost seems like everybody it's one of those just by name it, it's almost a, i guess in other awards they have the ensemble cast yeah i love when they do that it's just it's a good award and it in this year you could have given that if you made that award it would have been great for this year yeah because you could give it to them because they all do a good job but just yeah. no and one stands out cast. yeah like it is very yeah uh, best supporting Jared Leto for Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Barkad Abdi for Captain Phillips, uh, Bradley Cooper for American, American Hustle, Hustle, Michael Fassbender, Twelve Years a Slave, and Jonah Hill for Wolf of Wall Street. You want to change yours, don't you? I do, but I'm. I, I'll let you go first because I think I'm going to surprise you. Really? Um, I think if I were to change it, it would be Michael Fassbender. All right. That makes it less exciting. <laughs> that would be my change as yeah, well. Yeah, that would be my only, I do, I do really think Jared Leto deserves it though. Cause I do think that movie, they really committed to like their body image. And I feel like that, I don't think it should ever be solely based on that, but I think it definitely shows like a level of commitment that should be commended. Um, but Michael Fassbender to play that character is really challenging of just hate and sadistic and like just... can you imagine like i wouldn't want to play that i would be too scared that everyone would hate me after and especially that he does such a good job he does like that... you absolutely hate him you think he's the worst human in the world so yeah that's i i thought if i were to change it it would kind of be a tie for me i don't know like i i could see changing it, i would be okay with it and i'm okay with it staying well because the this is also the thing about these awards is that a performance like jared leto and mac michael fassbender they're so different yes but they're just it's disappointing that one or that one of them couldn't win yes yeah it's very true yeah I know you would have. You thought I would pick Jonah Hill. Yes, I did think you were gonna go Jonah Hill. I again, I love. It's my favorite favorite movie from this year because I could watch it so much and just enjoy it every time. And yeah. He, the way he changes his voice and you can never doubt the Quaalude scene that they both because no, the, 
best scene in in a movie. One of the best I've ever seen. Like it just brings me so much joy. Especially <laughs> because such a hot mess. Everyone talks about Leo in that scene, which I completely he like steals the screen. But as soon as they bring Jonah Hill back and he's on the phone and he's like, the FBI, they're attacking. And he's like, why are you talking? And they're just having this argument. And yeah. you can understand it because they're clear enough, that, but it's barely understandable. It's yeah. one of those ones where subtitles would help someone that isn't like that's like hard of hearing yeah yeah for sure i again i love him but even even uh barkad abi yeah like it's he does such a good job in captain phillips i feel like that movie kind of gets overshadowed it i feel like in another year it probably could have won a lot more awards right yeah in a different year it's funny eh? that would be a good one too if that was in a different year like movies you know, you might have a phenomenal movie, but if it's up against something, like it depends on what it's up against to, well, fully, to fully get its accolades, right? That's like the 90, I guess it would be the 94 Oscars, I'm pretty sure, because wh- whichever, it's one of those like early 90s where it was Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, oh, yeah. and Shawshank all right. in the same year. Yeah. And there was more. There was more than that even. Right? But those are like three of the most. Yeah. Like, iconic i think think all three of those are on our top 100 movie list yeah yes for sure uh director yeah director alfonso Cuaron. oh sorry can we just add in that frozen one best animated i i had that okay not even i had that written down i had the original song because it was let it go versus happy by pharrell (laughs) which those if if you have kids that watch those movies, you probably have heard those songs so much that it'd be insufferable. I had to listen to Happy was one of like my morning school songs. What did like, you call them though? What were they? They were morning rush. Oh, okay. Like rush to class. It was, that was one of, for one semester, that was the song. It's. They should really change it like weekly though. Cause you yeah. absolutely hate the song. It's like an overplayed song on the radio. Yeah. Because like one of them was dancing queen and we all hated that song after I haven't listened to that song in years because. And it will bring you like PTSD a little like in a fun way. PTSD, not whatever. Not but serious, like, but like oh, I have to go to class right now. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, grab, grab my books, grab my books. Yeah. Uh, so uh, original song. That's that'd be such a annoying, not even annoying, but just like let it go versus happy is such a interesting matchup of again if you have kids that listen to these songs yeah probably heard them 30 million times right uh so best director alfonso Cuaron for gravity was the winner yeah uh david o russell for american hustle alexander payne for nebraska steve mcqueen 12 years a slave and martin scorsese for wolf of wall street so i'm i'm torn okay so this is my torn thing i love 12 years a slave i think it was really well done and i think it was really well directed but gravity to me, which is what won, when you think about what you're working with and like when she's spinning up and, and Earth's going around or just the, uh, the whole space thing, I just, yeah, I think they got it right. I do. But I, my second choice would obviously be 12 Years a Slave because I think he did a great job. Um, yeah, it's a hard one though for me. Like I think I could be convinced either way. Yeah, I have a third. I'm going with my third option, which is Martin Scorsese. Yeah. If I'm going to throw in some picks for Wolf just to make me feel better, it'd be this one just because especially my favorite scene in the whole movie. Everybody loves the high action scene. My favorite scene is when 
Leo's talking about all the drugs he does, and it's the camera that's following him down the stairs and out to the car. I just right. It's right. such a wonderful one shot scene. Yeah, that it, it's just and stories that have come out about that movie, like Jonah Hill. I think it was one of his first scenes in that movie, and he did twenty takes, and then Scorsese's like, "Everyone, let's take a five and Instead of having a conversation with him, he just sat down. Scorsese was reading the notebook or reading notebook, the newspaper, and Jonah Hill's just sitting there. And after a few minutes, doesn't say anything. He's just like, "You good? You're ready to go?" He's like, "Yep, one take, and you're good." And it wasn't even the scene he was worried about. No, so he had put in all this. He had put in all this energy and 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 um, uh, when you pra- like practice into this one particular scene, and then they get to the next one, and he hadn't. Jonah Hill's like, "I hadn't put in that much." Uh, thought into it and it, he just wasn't nailing it and and martin scorsese was just like come sit with me and send everybody else away and just read the paper and the way jonah hill tells the story is really funny like, and just of how that calmed him down and it's just something to the genius of a director where you think someone is gonna freak out at you or talk to you but he's just like, like this is what i need from you and he didn't do that because he had faith in what he he knew what he needed to do he just needed to calm down right so i think that it does show a great director knowing knowing your actors. Well, it helps that he works with the same people all the time. But Yeah, I mean, him and Leo have done how yeah. many movies together? Yeah, I couldn't even, I don't know, five, six? Like, they've done a lot. It'd be so. an interesting when, I mean, I, I'm thinking in the next few episodes, we should bring back the trivia. Right. Because that'd be a fun one. How many movies have they done together? Yeah, it would be. I really was bad at it, but I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a competition. Well... Uh, the other one I wrote down besides uh, Best Picture was Screenplays. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have that too. Uh, so let's do Best Original. So okay. Her, American Hustle, Blue Jasmine, Dallas Buyers Club, and Nebraska. So Her was the winner. Yes. I, would, I wouldn't change that. No way. I know because it is the better movie, Dallas Buyers Club, mm-hmm. it makes sense because I'm assuming that's where your yeah, head went. Yeah, it's kind of where I would probably go. I just to me her I think it's un- again underrated in this year and just to bring that concept of just he's falling in love with the voice yeah with the AI yeah um I I mean I'm I'm okay with it staying as her I guess I'm just thinking in my my second choice would probably be then Dallas Buyers Club but yeah uh best adapted screenplay so mm-hmm. 12 years a slave before midnight captain phillips philomena and wolf of wall street yeah i wouldn't change that i would pick wolf just because i i think it's amazing that we got to see this story on the big screen and how ridiculous it was and how from like from the book of the actual jordan belfort they didn't have to hollywoodize too much <laughs> that's crazy like i'm sure maybe the swearing part there's some aspects i'm sure they had to jazz up a little bit but the way these people were living and the amount of money they were making and how crazy their lifestyle was it wasn't too far off yeah yeah i would for me i would keep it but i like 12 years slave i think it like for that i just think it for the impact of it too which is i also think it's hard right i think that's why it won best picture because of the impact and Mm -hmm the story that we not that we had to sit through but that we watched and yeah. it was one where as uncomfortable as you could be you have to sit there and you have to see what these people went through absolutely 100 percent, right and before we get to the best picture because i think it is something that could still be up for 
debate in some ways. I think the real winner, I know it didn't win Best Picture, but I think Gravity is the real winner of this entire year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it's the seven wins, director, original score, sound mixing, sound editing, uh, cinematography, film editing, visual effects, which in this year it, it beat out Iron Man 3 wow. for visual effects. Wow. I think seven wins, which was by far the most. Yeah. I think although you didn't get the big prize, you want they won pretty much everything else. Yeah. It's a great movie. Gravity is a great movie. I also had just missed out, which Blue Jasmine has, I think, it has quite a few nominations, especially in the acting categories. Yeah. But then it just gets left off of Best Picture. It's a weird kind of it push and pull. It is weird, right? Or... Woody Allen not being nominated, right, for Best Director? Like, it is, yeah, well, no, I know, but... Ugh. Clearly, it's getting acclaim, but yeah, again, it's a reputation thing with Woody Allen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a couple other ones, Lone Survivor, which uh, was in this year. It had, uh, like, two nominations, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah? In this, in that list somewhere. Trying to look, trying to look at my list here. And the, That was a hard movie for me. It's one, again... I, we talked about it on a previous podcast. I could never watch it again, but it was so good. Okay, so it was up for best visual effects and best sound and best sound editing. Yeah, that looks... Oh, uh, no, that says Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, which that was... That's an awkward movie to look back at now because that's uh, Johnny Depp and Army Hammer. Ooh, ouch. Not a, not a good combination. <laughs> No. And it's about like Native American, like it's right. I never not, saw that. It is definitely more of a difficult watch now. Yeah. When I originally saw it, I just didn't like the movie. Right, right. Now it's added now it's some got... other meaning. Right. The and I think the biggest movie that gets left out because to me it should be nominated all over the board is The Great Gatsby. Yeah, they won for best costume design. I loved that movie. I, and that's that's to great me great book. I think that's the better leo performance totally i completely agree with you like i feel like wolf of wall street you're playing like uh i don't know coked up kind of party boy yeah but great gatsby has so many more layers and more depth to it and he's so in love with this play by carrie mulligan right Mm -hmm. i love um yeah, I love that movie. Visually, it's so fun to watch, and especially it's one of those movies where I know most of the time, and it's, to me, it's very close to impossible for a movie to be better than a, a book, just mm-hmm. because of description and so much right. more you can do. Yeah, and you get pages. more of the feels in books, right? But yeah. Greg Gatsby lives pretty close. Yeah, it's because it's visually so appealing, and the songs and the fun, like it's just like partying is more fun to see than read about right yeah i also love and i I didn't know this about leo that him and toby mcguire have been friends forever oh forever and that in the 90s it was them two and david blaine yeah like all best friends oh yeah he's got his little crew and it's been the same crew for like 20 years i love it uh so yeah i don't great gatsby and there's so many where again you can throw a best actor you could throw honestly toby mcguire is really good in that movie good yeah carrie mulligan who i love she could be on screen reading a phone book and I would probably be intrigued. I just find her just so captivating on, on screen. And I think the biggest one that I think it gets snubbed from would be best adapted screenplay. Right. Taking yes. it from a book and yes. still having the same kind of reputation. Yep. I agree. Yeah, no, that's good. Very good points for sure. 
So let's let's get to the big award. That's it. Best big picture. One. It's always how we end the night of the Oscars. Yep. And to me, there is, I don't know, five legitimate contenders that you could argue for. Right. So 12 Years a Slave was the ultimate winner. Yeah. And I would never take away any. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't change that. Would you? I think I might. Oh, okay. Not, and it's not against that movie. Yeah. Because it is incredible. I just think looking at it now and looking back to what was the best movie from that year it's gravity i think i think it's a, at least more of a debate wolf of wall street is my favorite that's i marked that off as at least it gets credit for being my favorite it's not the best yes i would say her gets extremely underrated yeah from this year her i i, I don't know it wasn't it didn't appeal to me as much as other people so it wouldn't but I really enjoy Joaquin Phoenix because I find him so intriguingly odd that I love it. Mm-hmm. And the concept is kind of fun and different. Um, it just didn't resonate with me. So it wouldn't be the only other one I would consider. Well, two. I would do Gravity or Dallas Buyers Club. But Dallas Buyers Club was a really, it was a great movie. And I loved the whole story of it. But I don't know if I would say it was the best picture. Like for me, best picture is Gravity or 12 Years of Sleep. Which ultimately, if, if I was to change it, which again, I still don't know if I would for sure, it would be Gravity. Yeah. Just visually and like to be able to hold people's um, attention for that long in space with like one or two people basically, right? Yeah. In terms of the other, we talked about American Hustle, just the... Like, it was good. It was entertaining enough. I wouldn't, like, I would have been shocked if it won, because I definitely don't think it was, like, best picture when you're up against those. Yeah. Uh, Captain Phillips, I think the argument against that movie is that Tom Hanks kind of fell into, I don't even want to say trap, but he just kind of played the same kind of character a lot. Yeah. In, In some different forms, but how far off is him playing... Uh, wait, this is, that's Sully Sullinger, right? Yeah, yeah. How different is that from Castaway? Like how... Yeah. They are in two very different situations, but the kind of predicament yes. they're in yeah. is very similar. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska and Philomena were the two that I haven't seen yeah. from this year. No, I haven't seen Nebraska, but now I'm going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> we'll hear back and see... I, as good as it could be, I just don't think it could take over from 12 Years a Slave or no. Gravity. No, I don't think so either. So th- this is fun. And I mean, in a few years time, we could look back at this year's Oscars. and Maybe we make some changes. Maybe we do. This is, I always like looking back because it's also, doesn't. It, I like argument, not even arguments, discussions like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. You can't, they're not going to listen to this podcast what? and say, no, of course we, they're listening. We should change this. Yeah, for sure. No, I think it's just fun because it's like, did it hold up? I mean, these were seven, you know, these movies were made seven, eight years ago. So did it hold up? Do you still think it's the best one? Because I'm sure there's lots of years where we'll be like that movie was nominated. But at the time, maybe it was one of the best movies out there. But And it's just something that doesn't necessarily age as well. Yeah, for sure. Because there's definitely movies out there that do that, right? I also one day want to do like categories we would add or take away to the Oscars because mm. it's so prestigious and it doesn't seem like it ever wants to change. Yeah, I would definitely do. I like ensemble better 
than best picture necessarily. I like I like to look at. Oh, I think we just I think we just add ensemble at it because I feel like it's so different. Like best ensemble. I mean, Gravity's not winning that. (laughs) Right. There's two people or whatever. But, you know, best ensemble. I could I could get behind American Hustle winning that maybe or. I mean, I'd probably go more Dallas Buyers Club, but, you know, like at least as there's an option there. Right. And you're not saying like, I I don't know, sometimes when you look at those best picture and best actor, like, I don't know how you compare, like sometimes like they're so different and they, they bring something different to the table. So yeah, I think they could definitely add some more in there. And best best kiss (laughs) like MTV does. I was thinking of like best because you can't call it cameo but best like short appearance because it's not because i was thinking about right. this year think about how good mcconaughey is in wolf of wall street for he's the so good. couple yeah. minutes that he's in it he just makes such an impact yeah i like that it could be like impactful minute or short performance. short yeah or something like that that would be really fun because it's like remember the one year judy dench got nominated and somebody went through and i think she was literally on screen for like nine minutes or something and people were outraged right mm-hmm. that's like well she was obviously really good in those nine minutes i don't know but it's sometimes it is just more of your name right yeah, yeah. there's definitely like Meryl Street. yeah you go through years and there's just a lot of even year to year feel like recently there's just a lot of repeating yeah names which isn't a bad thing it's just it's not a bad thing but i mean there's a lot of really good performances out there and so yeah it shouldn't be based on your name no that's why if we're adding best ensemble this year because i just i don't think it has the momentum to win best picture but try the chicago seven 100 percent yeah no i think nomad will probably well i mean we'll talk about it more when we get to when we get closer to the Oscars and we also have to see a couple more in the best picture. But I think, yeah, I think trial of the Chicago seven was amazing. I think they won that though. in the critics choice, they won ensemble. So it's good. And also on your sheet says trail trail of the Chicago seven. Oh, I didn't type it. No, I know you did. Okay. We don't need to call out who did either, but that I just found it funny. Grab right. a movie there, buddy. All right. Movie challenge for this week. Hopefully, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'd be fun. I'd be down for that. Oh, I just watched it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would watch it again. I'm still on Ant-Man and the Wasp. I haven't had a chance. Uh, I'm on the first Ant-Man. Oh, yeah? yeah? That's why I'm like, maybe I'll just wait for you guys. And yeah, we might catch up. Yeah. I'm excited for I'm excited for her to see Luis because he's one of my favorite characters from Marvel, like Michael Pena. Yeah, yeah. He's really good. I think it's mixed. You're good. Are you sure? Yes. Oh lord, you guys. Put it down. Come on. I don't want. It, I don't want it to break. Movie number four, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I just watched it. Well, not. I didn't just watch it, but. Did we watch it for? I feel like I just watched it, but no, I'm down. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is something. I'm always down for a little Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. We get to see him say the N-word. Yeah. Eek. He really drops that so not like casually, but he really gets to write and write it into films and clearly he like he doesn't do it offensively. Samuel Jackson still does movies with him. Yeah. He doesn't get cancelled. No. Few few uh uncancelable uncancelable people in the world. Yes. Dave M- Chappelle. Eminem. Yep. Just try to cancel him and he'll write a song about you. Gen totally. Z. Yeah. I'm Gen Z. Are you? Yeah. Yuck. No, I'm just kidding. 
Some people think you're a millennial. Yeah, I'm like, you're not a millennial. People just get to make up the years. I know. Of when it starts and stops. I know. When you look it up, it's like all different. Anyways. Millennial yeah. always just kind of seems like the younger people. Yeah. But now, now they're changing. I feel like we're probably in another gener- generation now. Like generation. I don't know. I, uh, I they're, had a- apparently they're calling it COVID. The new kids, these babies that are being born, if they're calling it the COVID generation. I'm like, listen, we don't need reminders of that word. Once this word is like, no, we don't need a generation. And like, because what are you going to do? Well, that's a COVID kid, you know, so like <laughs> that just sounds like they have it. Yeah. I'm like, don't please don't call it that. It's all right. In 12 to 13 years time, I'm going to get to call them quarantines. Yeah, there you go. I made that joke a while ago. I'm still proud of it. <laughs> quarantines all right case got anything else i got nothing all right and besides that we'll see you next time bye